0: On the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone. Mark, we know they want to take our guns, and now we're going to make them eat it. Freedom might be an uphill battle sometimes, but freedom will always prevail. Proudly presented to you by X-Insurance.
1: X-Insurance.
0: Here is your host of Armed American Radio, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting for your rights. Mark Walters. 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 Armed American Radio's Monster Cast, the Christmas Eve edition, begins right now. Merry Christmas to each and every one of you. It is Christmas Eve. And just the disclaimer out that we are taping the show earlier in the day for you so that all of our guests, like you and your family, can enjoy your Christmas together, as with family, of course, and with friends. Welcome into the Car Firearms Group Studios. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom today in front of this Sig Sauer powerful and platinum microphone. All of this is being brought to you by the great X Insurance. Our first guest today, we're going to jump right in, Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. Alan, how the heck are you, Merry Christmas, my friend.
1: Merry Christmas to you and Merry Christmas to all your listeners, Mark. Uh, It's been a pretty good year for us and a great week.
0: And we have a gift that we're going to talk about right now in the form of a court case, a big victory out of California, the May v. Bonta case. Let me start by reading it a little bit about this, and then, Alan, I'll turn the mic over to you. This from the judge, and we'll talk about this and the judge, et cetera, in just a moment. We live in dangerous times. Nearly every day we are barraged with stories about school shootings, attacks on places of worship, and other unthinkable acts of violence and cruelty, nor are our society's problems limited to those acute acts of terror. Daily, our country faces prejudice and division of all types, economic uncertainty and poverty, a nationwide mental health crisis, and an epidemic of addiction and crime. The only hope to find in the face of such dire circumstances is that democracy as it has up to this point, will prevail and somehow solve the challenges we face. But such hope is little comfort to individuals who, through no fault of their own, find themselves beset by an attacker and facing their death or that of their loved ones. The right to self-defense and to defend one's family is fundamental and inherent to our very humanity, irrespective ...of any formal codification. Big words there, ladies and gentlemen. In their wisdom, the founders recognized the need for individual citizens to protect themselves and their loved ones from those who would do them harm. And they knew that such a right could not be vindicated without the right to bear arms. The Second Amendment to the U.S. Constitution guarantees law-abiding, responsible citizens... The right to keep and bear arms for self-defense in case of confrontation. For many years, the right to bear arms and so necessarily the right to self-defense was relegated to second class status. But the United States Supreme Court made clear in its landmark decisions, D.C. v. Heller, McDonald v. Chicago, and New York State Rifle and Pistol Association v. Bruin, that relegation could no longer be permitted. Individuals must be able to effectuate their right to self-defense by, if they so choose, responsibly bearing arms. Now, let's just take it right there, Alan. These are strong, powerful words. I'll quote a little bit more as we continue the conversation. But what happened here in California?
1: Well, this was a challenge to the California law known as SB2, which is their so-called sensitive places law that severely restricted lawful carry, concealed carry uh, in the state. And, you know, it's, it, this decision, it, it was just great. It took out a sweeping, repugnant attack on the Second Amendment rights. Uh, in defiance of the U.S. Supreme Court in, in the Bruin decision. And the federal judge issued a preliminary injunction against this law on enforcement. And it's a giant win because it took out the whole law. Every sensitive place that California put in their new law is now enjoined from being enforced. And, and it's a giant victory. Uh, it's going to help us in a lot of our other sensitive case play, suits in various other states. And it, it, it's a great Christmas present for gun owners, not just in California, but all across America, and it's a great piece of coal put in News- Governor Gavin Newsom's <laughs> stocking for Christmas.
0: He deserves a piece of coal. I'm going to continue on with this because this, this almost reads like the, like the conclusion, but we're just now in the introduction of this incredible ruling. I, I, obviously, you've read it. I've read it a couple times myself, and every time I read it, I, I, I hear more good things. Plaintiffs who are concealed carry permit holders and related organizations brought these two lawsuits against California to challenge the constitutionality of many of SB 2's quote unquote, sensitive place provisions. They now seek a preliminary injunction in joining California from enforcing the challenge, sensitive place provisions, asserting that many of those restrictions violate their Second Amendment rights and deprive them of their ability to defend themselves and their loved ones in public. Plaintiffs are right. Their motions for a preliminary injunction are granted. Now, Alan, the judge goes deeply into several different categories of places that were off limits, placed off limits by SB2. And essentially paraphrasing what he said in this multi-page in this multi-page ruling granting that injunction was that California made essentially everywhere off limits by really wordsmithing the bill to create a sensitive place or a sensitive zone out of the whole state and made it very clear that the state was unable, through Bruin, the new test in Bruin, to support any of it. It was a remarkable decision. So here comes the cynic in me, because here's what Gavin Newsom had to say about it. Now, we all kind of figured what Gavin Newsom would say, but he fired back immediately, and he called this, and I quote Gavin Newsom, defying common sense, this ruling outrageously calls California's data backed data backed gun safety efforts repugnant. What is repugnant is this ruling, which greenlights the proliferation of guns in our hospitals, libraries and children's playgrounds, spaces which should be safe for all. But, Alan, they're not because criminals pay no attention to any of this.
1: That's 100 percent correct. Uh you know, there's no doubt that SB2 was not only a front to the right to keep and bear arms, mm-hmm. but it's actually an insult to the intelligence of every honest citizen in the Golden State. It amounts to a massive prohibition on legal carry throughout the whole state, which runs counter to what the Supreme Court did in its proven ruling last year. Thankfully, Judge Carney sent a message to Governor Newsom and the anti-gun right rights state lawmakers that they can't get away with it. And, of course, Newsom, this is, I think, our fifth major victory in California this year. And, you know, currently the foundation has 57 lawsuits going on, 14 that we filed this year alone. Uh, and, you know, it, we've had a tremendous year. Uh, and, of course, the anti-gunners are appealing most of this stuff, obviously, on their losses, Uh, But we're going to win eventually, like I keep. We just have to be patient. But, again, a great Christmas present. And what's interesting is, you know, Gavin Newsom and other Democrats in California have attacked this judge as, quote, unquote, you know, a right-wing Republican because he got appointed by George Bush to the federal bench. But what they don't want to tell you is the judge started off as a state judge. And he was appointed by anti-gun Democrat governor, uh, you know Gray, in you uh, know in in California, and so I mean he, he was basically I think a Democrat, and George Bush putting him on the federal bench he probably had no choice with two Democratic senators that could in California they could veto his nominations, and to get it through through the Senate he had to go along with putting this judge on there. So this judge is not a crazy right-wing lunatic like Gavin Newsom would like to point out. He started out being appointed by you know Gray Davis, a Democrat.
0: Wow. OK, I didn't realize that. Now, we're going back again. This was uh, to the federal bench by George W. Bush. So we're going back a little ways here. And I got to be honest with you, when I first saw this ruling, it read similar. I, I could have imagined this being Judge Roger Benitez, but it was not. W- what does that tell us? I mean, this is the second judge who is issuing rulings like this in California yeah, yeah. that is upholding the constitutional right under Bruin that the left-wing judges are doing everything in their power to circumvent.
1: Yeah. yeah, Mark, it's not just the second judge. We've had four judges in California, I think, ruling in five cases. You know, we've won the assault ban case that they're appealing. We've won the so-called magazine ban case that they're appealing. We won the one where they, where they would – Make us pay the attorney general's fees for any lawsuit we brought that we didn't win every point on. We won. We've won that one. Uh, the sensitive places one. You know, we just won. And there's a couple others. And so there's been a number of judges that ruled our way. It hasn't just been one judge. The other side doesn't want to be intellectually honest about it. Uh, they want to hide, hide under the, their covers, so to speak, and pretend they're not losing.
0: Well, they are losing, and and these rulings are evidence of that, ladies and gentlemen. These are huge rulings. Now, here comes the cynic in me, Alan, and, and you and I talk about this when we talk about cases frequently. Bonta made it very clear, and I quote him, California Attorney General Rob Bonta, ladies and gentlemen, is who I'm referring to, and he issued a statement. Here's clearly what it said. Got it wrong. State will appeal the decision to a higher court. So this is this is the skeptic. This is the cynic in me. And I know California residents listening are thinking the same thing. Is this just another one? We're going to get another stay of this injunction. It's going to work its way through the courts. It's going to go to the Ninth Circus. And well, we're back to square one again, and California's Governor Newsom and Bonta are going to be able to claim a victory until we can get this to the Supreme Court.
1: But we will get it to the Supreme Court. Mm. It's either going to be the New York one, a Cal, you know New Jersey one, a California one. But one of these so-called sensitive places cases are going to get there, and uh, and we're going to win. I mean, there's no doubt that th- th- this is just absurdity. Uh, you know, they, they 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 make you go through training in California. They charge you a lot of money for the permit. They give you they give you a permit, and then they tell you it's not good anywhere. It just doesn't work. That it doesn't pass the smell test. It
0: definitely does not. And Judge Cormick J. Carney made that very very clear in a very detailed ruling we're talking about the may v bonta case ladies and gentlemen armed american radio's monster cast continues right after this break on the flip side we have more to talk about in california don't go away we'll be right back
2: Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion,
0: precision. Armed American Radio's Monster Cast, the Christmas Eve edition, begins right now. The second segment begins right now, I should say. Great guest, Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. Alan, welcome back into the Car Firearms Group studios. The six-hour mic is lit up for you. X Insurance presents it all. Continuing now, more California court cases. How many are we at now?
1: 19? Have we increased the 20 or what are we at now Now, no no i i think it's 17 or 18 in california alone uh, this year, staff has filed 14 new lawsuits in 2023 alone, and we currently have 57 active around the country. So when you look at you know, around 15 of them or 16 of them are, are in California alone, you can see how bad the laws in California really are and where we've had to put a lot of our attention.
0: Well, yeah, it's, it's a shame that that's what we've had to do, but ladies and gentlemen, the Second Amendment Foundation has your back in California, no doubt. All right, SAF sues over California law requiring video recording of gun transactions i'm not going to go into reading this but tell us a little bit about what's going on because alan i say this often and i know you agree with this but every single time you think the left can't get lower when it comes to gun laws particularly in california where we're focused on this conversation they find a way to dig something lower and go lower they just keep lowering the bar now they're requiring video recording of gun transactions suing on this on what basis
1: Well, we're suing under violations of the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, the Fourth Amendment, the Fifth Amendment, the Fourteenth Amendment, as well as the state constitutional, state California's Constitution of rights of privacy. Uh, You know, this whole law is totally unworkable to begin with for lots of reasons because the gun stores have to have cameras on and recordings on 24/7. You know, day and night, even when they're not open. If you're if you're a a, a small dealer and dealing, you know, firearms from your own home, you have to have all the surveillance equipment around your house you know recording everything uh, that the state can get their hands on and violating all your privacy in, in a million different ways uh, lots of gun stores in California can't afford the $30,000, 40000 dollars it is going to cost to put the equipment in and then, and then the amount of mon- m- monthly money expenses to be able to keep it operational people are going out of business literally driving small dealers out of business um, you know it, it, it's impossible to record such transactions at gun shows because such events and dealers are merely vendors they're operating in a large facility where such equipment would be impossible to install. Hence, it's going to put gun shows out of business in California. It's a total, they're imposing totally Orwellian tactics. Literally, uh, you know, view this and overhear private conversations If anybody walks into a gun shop or visits a gun show or in the home of a residence where there's a base licensed firearms dealer. Uh, this is just totally disgusting. It's an invasion of privacy. Uh, no other person exercising any other civil right would be subjected to. Uh, it's absolutely over the top. You know, 180 degrees. It's absolutely disgusting. But California will try to do anything they can to make it impossible to be able to purchase a, a, a firearm. It infringes on our first amendment rights at gun shows. Lots of people go to gun shows, not necessarily even to buy a gun. They want. They want to. You know, they want to talk. They want to find out what what what, what their rights are. What their Threats and attacks on the rights are. And so while they're sitting there talking, they're going to be videotaped, you know, and and and, and audiotaped and, and monitored on their conversations, many of which are political. This this is absolutely disgusting law.
0: Alan, I, I'm going to guess that that also includes videotaping of someone buying beef jerky at the gun shows as well, right? <laughs> lots of
1: people go there. I love uh, the beef well, jerky at gun well, shows. Well, 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 well. <laughs> Yeah, but the problem is there's no way to really physically do this at a gun show. It would cost, you know, several hundreds of thousands of dollars at each gun show to do it. It it, it it's it's an impossibility to do it. So basically what they're saying is we're putting gun shows out of business under a new crazy stupid regulation.
0: Yeah, that I like what uh, I like your, your phrasing of it as Orwellian rather than draconian. While it's both Orwellian definitely fits. Uh, Adam Kraut, the SAF executive director, had this to say. The state is imposing Orwellian tactics to literally view and overhear private conversations of anyone who walks into a gun shop or visits a gun show or the home of a residence-based licensed firearms dealer. This is a violation of privacy to which no person exercising any other civil right would ever be subjected. And, boy, no truer words have been spoken. Alan, uh, we expect... We expect to win this one as well, too. Do we know who a judge is going to be? How are we? We're obviously we're going to be up against the same thing. There's going to if we win this, there's going to be another appeal, and it goes through the same motions. But we're going to continue this process in California to beat these laws down, right?
1: Oh, most definitely. Uh, in fact, today in this particular case, we just filed a motion for a temporary restraining order. Uh, you know, you know, in this case. So I'm assuming uh, it's, we're, we're now going to put on a fast track, so to speak, uh, and uh, I'm really kind of excited about it. We don't have a judge assigned to it yet, and we don't have a hearing date assigned to it yet, uh, but hopefully between now and right after Christmas, that'll happen.
0: Alan, wouldn't you love to be a fly on the wall in Gavin Newsom's office when he's, or that listening to a phone conversation between Bonta and himself when he's talking about you and the Second Amendment Foundation? I'd, I'd pay good money for that, my friend. I really would. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it could be very interesting because in bon, in Bond's case, remember on the on the lawsuit. Uh, on the law they passed that we filed suit on and overturned about making people who sue to overturn gun laws in California responsible for the state's legal fees if you don't win on every single point right. Bonta couldn't even legally defend that he ended up dropping off of that and, and Gavin Newsom had to go out and get private attorneys for it so while they're all anti-gun uh, I think the Attorney General in California knows he's been dealt a losing hand
0: yeah I, they will they'll never admit it I mean these are people that are very very yeah. adept and very skillful liars these people will look at a camera at midnight when the sun is when it's dark and, and tell you that the sun is shining and they'll do it convincingly. They'll literally do it convincingly. They are very, very, very skilled liars, ladies and gentlemen. Alan, they lose this. They lose something else. What, what can they concoct next?
1: I, I'm not asking you to get into their. I do know. It's so know.
0: hard to figure them out.
1: I don't know, but they're so creative in coming up with new outrageous concepts and ways to attack Second Amendment rights that there's no way that they're going to quit. Uh, you know, and we have try ahead of time to, to figure out where they're going to go next. And in California, it's been next to impossible.
0: Yeah, You know, it's interesting to me because my personal opinion, again, this is just my personal opinion, but I don't believe Biden's going to be on the ticket in 2024. I think there's a strong chance that Newsom may very well be. This is a vision of what he wants for the nation. They're telegraphing that to the country right now. Folks, you got to start paying attention to this. I think that's fair to say,
1: Alan. It's more than fair to say, and it's not just newsome. To be honest about it, the, the Democratic Party as a whole is out to abolish all Second Amendment rights. There's no two ways about it. Uh, I can I, you know, if, if there's a handful of Democratic elected officials in the whole country that support the Second Amendment, that's about it. The party has been captured by the gun prohibition lobby.
0: Yeah. Let me clarify something I said just a moment ago. I said they're so hard to figure out. They're not hard to figure out when it comes to what it is, the complete and utter destruction. That's what they want to do to our right to keep and bear arms. I was referring to, as you said, their creativity. It, it is remarkable to see what it is they come up with out of the blue. And a lot of times it hits you upside the head. and You think, wow, they're really trying that? They're really good. And yes. And ladies and gentlemen, they're going to find something else. Alan, we've got about 40 seconds. Real quick, your take on what Colorado is trying to do to Trump.
1: I think it's blatantly illegal, unconstitutional. You know, all seven judges on the Colorado Supreme Court are Democrat. And they it was a four to three ruling. Three of the Democrats, including the chief justice, realized this is totally crazy. Uh, they probably gave Trump a big Christmas gift. Uh, I'm pretty sure the Supreme Court is happy to take the case. I don't think they have a choice because there's other states trying to do the same thing. Uh, And I'm pretty sure that Trump's going to get a, a very favorable ruling.
0: Alan Gottlieb, Merry Christmas, my friend, to you and yours. We love you on the show. We'll see you next week on New Year's Eve. Thanks for being here, my friend. Armed American Radio continues right after this.
2: On KQAM, Wichita's Big Talker, and you're tuned into the Armed American Radio Network. Now let's get back to the man himself, Mark Walters.
0: Welcome back. Six hour microphone lit up for you here in the Car Firearms Group studios. It's all being brought to us by the great X Insurance. We just heard Alan Gottlieb. Now we turn to AWR Hawkins from Breitbart News. AWR, thanks for being here on Christmas Eve, brother. Merry Christmas to you and your family. How are you?
2: I'm good. Merry Christmas to
0: you, Mark. You ready to rock and roll? We've got two segments with you. We'll do an end-of-year thing with you next week, but because yeah, I kind of feel like doing that now because of the holiday. But we still have another week to go. And, uh, ladies and gentlemen, as we are through the hours today on the program, we are taping in advance just to let you know that these segments with AWR are taped so everybody can enjoy their Christmas holidays with their family. Let's start with this, AWR. Federal judge, California's sensitive places, limits on concealed carry, unconstitutional. Just spent a couple segments talking about that with... Alan Gottlieb, how many more victories, AWR, before Newsom and the left progressive socialist Marxist commies masquerading as former Democrats in California get it?
2: Oh, they'll never get it. I mean, Newsom's not going to get it. Newsom is uh, he's a narcissist and uh, he is uh, it's all about Newsom. And so uh, he's not he's not even open to getting it you remember what limbaugh used to say limbaugh used to say that uh liberals are immune to facts and that's it so uh for rational people though i think there are some rational people who probably aren't hard left in california they've just they've just gone with the flow those kind of people they're going to wake up because they're going to realize wait this brewing ruling This was a game changer in 2022, and it's fixing to wreck the gun controller's world. It's just going to completely wreck their world.
0: Well, it is wrecking their world. You know, a lot of those folks that you say might have some of that common sense are up and leaving California. You know, latest census numbers are out. New York, they've left in record numbers. Florida, Texas, two states you and I both hold dear personally, myself, Florida, you, Texas, Texas are getting a lot of those residents, both from California and from New York. Are those the people that we're talking about here that are getting it? Because if those are the ones that are getting it, that's good for Texas and Florida and Arizona, another state you hold dear, because it has the ability to flip Arizona from quote unquote purple back to red. If those residents are leaving, is is that is there
2: light at the end of this tunnel, maybe? Well, I don't know. You know, you hope there is I'm uh, I'll just tell you still stuck on brewing. Bruin is one of the, you know, when Trump was president, he did a lot of things, a lot of good things, what I mean. But what he really did, though, is he shored up the court system for us and he did it. It's almost like the Democrats didn't realize he was doing it. And uh, that's what I'm thinking about right now. I mean, I'm 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 just happy as a cat with what's going on with that. And I am like you. I love to see the good things for the good states, you know, and uh, and and for the states that could be good. I love to see the movement toward bettering themselves. and I hope it happens. Yeah,
0: I hope it happens too, but you know that, that's a, that would cause a huge paradigm shift if in fact, because I you know we talk a lot AWR. It's not the first time we've mentioned this, but you've got a lot of liberals leaving that have changed the state of Arizona, that've changed Colorado. <laughs> you know, they've changed well, they used to change Florida. That's why I look back at Florida and I see what happened in in the, in the Great Sunshine state that used to be turning blue. As the left went farther left, as the gun grabbers went crazier and crazier and conservatives in those states finally, you know, conservatives are a little bit late to the game, not like Republicans in general. Before they start to get it, they start to leave. And what happened in Florida? Florida's bright red now. So I'm hopeful that those conservatives and those people with common sense actually do change the game. So and that would be a big deal for right. for both Arizona. That would be a big deal uh, for Texas as well. And let's not forget Hispanics right now, blacks are now starting to vote their guns. We're beginning to see that, right? That that's not a negative.
2: Right. I, th- I think I think you hit on something there, though, that the left didn't count on. Uh, I'm not for these open borders. Don't I don't want anybody to misconstrue me. The border needs to be shut. I would actually have armed men down there using guns to send lessons that. Uh, if you come across, we're going to have a we're going to have a shoot to kill policy for people that violate our border. We wouldn't have to do that very long. And uh, these border crossings would go away. Uh, there would be a lot of pressure in the media to shame us. But someone like a Trump who doesn't care about media pressure, uh, that that's a, a way we could secure that border. So it's very important to me. All that being said, the Democrats think, well, we're going to we're going to open the door and bring in all these Hispanic voters who will vote Democrat and blankety-blank. And you've already said it, Mark. A lot of these folks, they're not going to vote Democrat. Some of these folks are going to vote in favor of their firearms. They're going to vote in favor of the ability to defend themselves. They're going to vote in favor, I hate to say it, but we've seen it at Breitbart. Some of them are going to vote in favor of closing the border, of legal immigration. They are. and. So you see that, and the Democrats may be counting on something that's not going to be there on election day. That's all I'm saying. Well, it, it,
0: there's, there's a, there's a dynamic in play to AWR with Hispanic voters, something I've never understood. Why the Democrats feel Hispanic voters will move with them in favor of gun control. Example of this would be Mexicans coming to the United States illegally or legally do not have a second amendment right to possess arms in their, in their home country. They do in the United States. It would seem to me that people coming from a state that deprive them of their right to self-defense would be happy to be in a state and support a Second Amendment right to, de- to be able to defend their families. So I've never understood that. Is that in play?
2: I don't know that. I mean, I would have to just give a guesstimation on that. I don't have any facts on that. But you would think. Because you, you would think that that has to be in play for some of them, that they come here and they have freedoms and they literally have recognition of rights that they didn't have uh, in their home country. So, but I... I, I mean, isn't so that why kind of they the want to be here? I
1: wanna,
2: yeah, I was going to say, but I don't want to say anything too positive because I want to see that border closed. Because the problem is for every person we're talking about that has these good intentions... How many people are there coming across who know once they get in here, they can carry out their terror attack? Of course, they may have they may have not been able to get in here through the proper channels, So they came southern border on purpose. It was the only way they could get in. And now they're among us and we could have terrorists among us right now. We do. And it's already. just a terrible thought. It's a terrible thought. That border has to be closed.
0: Well, no question about it. And of course, that's what the Democrats fear about Trump. They know he's going to close that border and he's going to close it immediately. Uh, your governor in Arizona has moved the Arizona National Guard down to the border. How's that being received in the state of Arizona?
2: Um, It's not even being discussed. Interesting. I mean, it's not even being discussed. I haven't heard one person mention it.
0: That's interesting. Well, the mainstream media is staying away from it because they don't want to draw attention to it. That makes sense. But, well, yeah, and a disclaimer, ladies and gentlemen, when we're talking about people coming in from we're talking about Mexicans coming in and we're talking about those individuals who are not only coming in and across the border, but doing it, you know, we're talking about decent people. We're not talking about terrorists. We know there are millions of them coming across that border. Not all of them are from Mexico. In fact, AWR, from what I understand, fewer of them are coming from Mexico than there are from other parts of the third world at this stage of the game. Correct. And they are coming in your state borders, by the way. That's a mess. Hundreds of thousands of Indiana gun buyers, go ahead, finish that, please. Oh, no, keep
2: going, keep going.
0: Hundreds of thousands of Indiana gun buyers, private info at risk of disclosure. This is a bombshell. What's happening here?
2: Well, I don't know what's happening right now. Just trying to get enough uh, pushback that this stops. But it's an old lawsuit. I believe the lawsuit's 24 years old. And it just keeps rearing its head and... uh, uh the Brady campaign to prevent gun violence uh their their president is Chris Brown. I believe Chris could be and this is hard it's hard to imagine she could be mentally duller <laughs> than uh shannon watts and that is hard <laughs> to imagine i know <laughs> but uh i mean chris is she it's not just that she's not the brightest light in the house. I don't even think Chris is in the house she is as my daughter would say, stupid. And uh, they've got this case, and it, it keeps wreaking havoc in Arizona, I mean, in uh, Indiana. So there's going to be a mess here unless they get a law passed to stop it. They thought they already had a 2015 law that would stop it, but apparently this judge has said there's a way around it. And so he's letting this case continue. So Sorry. now uh, AWR, continue. AWR, hold,
0: hold that thought. Because we've got one more segment on Christmas Eve with AWR Hawkins. Don't go away. Wanting to let you know that the crew of the Desperado Sport Fish in Virginia Beach, Virginia supports Armed American Radio and the Second Amendment. And I'm right there with them. Now back to Mark Walters. Armed American Radio's Monster Cast here at the ranch, Car Firearms Group Studio, Six Hour Mike, X Insurance presenting it all. We're continuing with AWR Hawkins here on Christmas Eve. AWR, please finish that thought. That heartbreak got in the way. You know how that goes.
2: Right. Well, what I'm saying is where we are is the the National Shooting Sports Foundation NSS, they're really pushing and working uh, to secure legislation in the state uh, that will stop this in its tracks. And so that's the, that's the hope. Uh, America is in on it, too. Um, I don't want to leave them out. And so they're they're trying to get some legislation passed that is specifically targeting this garbage and shut it down. Otherwise, until they do, uh, this, this case can be used to disclose uh, the personal information of gun owners in
0: Indiana. You know, we've seen that with newspapers. I, Famously, the Cleveland Plain Dealer a number of years ago was putting out CCW information addresses, basically doxing, to use that word, information. And, you know, you get people saying, look, let's start putting the reporter's information out. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. You know,
2: th- exactly, I, well, see, this way, this is off our subject, but this is what I love about uh them they took trump off the ballot in colorado they all jumped up and down kissed each other and cheered and held hands rubbed bellies all those big fat hairy lip left leftists they rubbed their bellies and they smiled and what's happening now in arizona in georgia and in pennsylvania you have lawmakers working to kick biden off the ballot i love it i love it yeah and And, that's that's being discussed in florida and texas too it's fighting back and uh so that's what you got to do. You said in our last segment, Mark, you said conservatives are often slow to the game. I think you're 100% right, not countering you at all. But the thing is, we're learning. We're doing a little better. And I've always said if they punch, punch back. Just punch harder, but punch back. Use the tactics they use. If punching is not allowed, but they punch, punch harder anyway. And that's what we're starting to do. And if we can keep doing this, we might teach somebody a lesson.
0: Yeah, well. I I I look at guys like Mitch McConnell, who has a six percent rating. I'll be talking with Neil McCabe about that in the next couple hours, ladies and gentlemen. But my confidence level is is not there yet. There's there needs to be some change. But I think I think, and I'm getting a gut feeling that there is a turn that there is a turn happening. Maine Republican. Let's stay on the topic of stupidity as we cover these topics quick with you so you can get back to doing what you're doing. And we thank you for being here. Maine Republican wants limits on guns which can rapidly fire. This is Leroy G. Walker (laughs) Sr. What in the world, AWR? I mean, we talk about Democrats. When you think they can't get any dumber, they get dumber. When you think they can't get any lower, they go lower. What gives here? Is it because he's in Maine and he's making stupid comments about things he doesn't know anything about because of what happened in Lewiston? Does he not know enough to just shut his trap?
2: Yep. Well, I think he's he's driven to the emotion. His son was killed in that shooting, but that's no excuse for saying ignorant things. Correct. You know, and I, I tried to think about it. I actually believe I could fire a let's just say a Glock handgun faster than I can fire an AR-15. I really do. And uh, I think I could probably fire a Glock handgun faster with accuracy for sure than I could fire an AR-15. These people don't understand. You can slap that trigger and every time you depress it, it will fire around. That's the truth. That's how a semi-automatic works. But with any semi-automatic, if you go to what this gentleman's called rapid fire, where you're just slapping that trigger, firing as fast as you can, you lose all accuracy. It's it's a futile practice. So they don't understand it. That's why the military, you'll recall, went in Vietnam War. They went from uh, M-16s that were fully automatic to now what do we have? Now when we have the guns that the military gets, the selector switch takes them to a three-round burst instead of unlimited full-auto. Because that allows them to preserve some degree of accuracy. Because once you go to a full auto mode, you lose accuracy. Same is true if you fire a semi-automatic very fast. You lose accuracy. So these people that make these comments, they're people that learn about guns from watching Bruce Willis movies. All right. And uh, so they need to quit watching the movies. Go out and shoot some themselves. And they'll know how things work.
0: Yeah, I don't like to attack people. And, you know, he's he lost his son in that shooting. And I but when you're in when you make public comments and you get in that arena and he's 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 a Republican politician. When you get into that arena, they have to be responded to, ladies and gentlemen. It's that simple. All right. Which is why we go after these ridiculously stupid, ignorant comments from people. And let me quote him what he was said, what he said on NPR. And You have this in your piece. NPR quoted Walker saying, quote, there needs to be some way to control how these weapons are fired to kill people. One that can fire 30 or 60 or 90 shots off, and to be able to kill people in seconds, that needs to change somehow. I, I don't even the, – the level of ignorance, and I, as I often say, AWR, ignorance when left unattended breeds stupidity. Because that statement right there stinks of ignorance. It literally drips and reeks of ignorance to even say something like that. So we do want to respond to that, no doubt. New Mexico sheriff investigating whether gun control group violated state gun control laws in acquiring firearms. I had a brief conversation earlier today with John Lott about this, who got into a Twitter exchange with the New Mexico governor's office. Their level of hypocrisy and stupidity is off the charts as well. Okay for me, not for thee, right?
2: Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, this gun rights group, uh, what is it? New Mexico's uh, to Prevent Gun Violence? I believe that's it. Uh, uh, they acquired guns because a buyback was canceled. So they went and got the guns anyway and literally sawed them in half with a like a bandsaw. saw, sawed them in half. And uh, anyway, the sheriff's saying, wait, wait, did these folks just go get the guns without going through the very universal background check that they supported? The very universal background check that they pushed—did they not do that? And so that's what the sheriff's going to find out. And uh, I love it. I love it because these people—this is how leftists think. They make laws, but they don't have to abide by them. No. That's how they think. So I'm glad this. I'm glad this sheriff has the nerve to stand up and do what's right.
0: That, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that MP, or excuse me, NM, New Mexico, New Mexicans to prevent gun violence. I mistakenly said John got into a Twitter exchange with the governor's office it was with nmpgv representatives you can look him up if you're on twitter if you're not don't go out there and join twitter that left his cesspool unless you have to but uh by all means if you do go check out john lott's feed he pretty much schools them on the issue yeah and you just nailed it the laws do not apply to them we see that with democrat politicians they will go back as far as Newsom in masks going out to French restaurants while he's got everybody else locked down in his house. These people are a bunch of heathens, as you say. 20 people shot and killed during the weekend in Mayor Brandon Johnson, Chicago. It goes on and on and on at AWR. It never ends, but let's leave Chicago alone. I covered your story on the Daily Defense last week. Waffle House customer shoots kills man who allegedly threatened to shoot patrons. You know, I never hear anything about Waffle House customers with guns getting in trouble because there's a sign up on the brick wall of every Waffle House that says no guns allowed on these premises. That includes the parking lot. People don't follow that, do they, AWR?
2: No, and, uh, the uh, you, know, you know, a gun-free zone is an invitation for killers. That's all it is. And uh, so this guy went to the wrong Waffle House, all I can say, uh, and uh, that's that. So you can't. You know, people have to defend themselves, and that's just how it works. And I'm going to tell you, I can't think of a better scenario than you defend your life and the life of other patrons than sit down and eat an all-star breakfast. I would get that all-star breakfast with my bacon extra crispy and my eggs scrambled. And if I had the opportunity there to defend some folks and keep everyone safe, I would add cheese to my eggs. That would make that all-star breakfast delicious
0: oh, and it definitely is awr hawkins thank you man for everything that you do thanks for taking time out early on christmas eve we appreciate it brother awr hawkins breitbart news merry christmas awr hawkins merry christmas to you ladies and gentlemen we'll be back with an hour of get this the mccabe don't go away <laughs>